Do you ever find yourself wanting just one more person's perspective on what you think God is trying to tell you? Maybe you need to hear just another Bible verse or another little hint at what's next. Have you found yourself going to Twitter just to see that one person's account, to see something that's controversial that may drum up another reason why you're angry with them? If any of these apply to you like they have me, maybe we're facing spiritual gluttony. Happy Thanksgiving from The Reckless Pursuit. No, seriously, it's been a crazy year. But this year, with all the drama and everything else entailed, the last thing we need to do is be spiritual gluttons. So let's socially distant try to come together and show each other a little love over gluttonous anger. We are for the spiritual nomads. The outcasts and the ones who desire to ask the hard questions. A shelter in the desert. A safe place to share our thoughts, our hopes, and our dreams. We are pursuing the truth, and we don't care about the consequences. We invite you to come and sit at our table and be a part of our tribe. We are brave. We are bold. We are the Reckless Pursuit. Happy Thanksgiving week. You're listening to The Reckless Pursuit. My name's Cody. And my name is Elaine. And we're talking about the most festive thing you could talk about in the month of November, other my than birthday. your birthday. I was going to say my birthday, birthday being yesterday. Yes, <laughs> other than that. Yes, other than that. <laughs> uh, Thursday, which I think I asked you what day Thanksgiving mm-hmm. was last week. And I was like, it's always on a Thursday. Yes, Why am I asking? But, and Black Friday is always on a Black Friday. Maybe, I don't know. Cyber Monday is kind of taking over. Mm, That's not what we're talking about. (laughs) We talked about greed last year for Thanksgiving. This year, we're talking about actual Thanksgiving stuff. We're talking about what it means to be a butterball Christian. (laughs) (laughs) I just did some weird, like, I don't know if anyone has ever watched Seinfeld before, but the thing where, like, Frasier is a turkey, and it's just like the turkey with Frasier, not Frasier, Kramer. Kramer. Yeah, Yeah. sorry, wrong show. Too many old (laughs) rom-coms. Okay. Uh, not rom-com even I'm just having a terrible issue I'm sorry okay whatever I was a kid we're just going to say Seinfeld is a rom-com and leave it at that I mean it kind of is except it's more or less romance and just like one night stands anyway Anyway, Kramer and a turkey Kramer and the turkey (laughs) (laughs) you should have named this episode Kramer and the turkey no (laughs) it's just it's it's called being a a Christian butterball or yeah, Christian butterball or Christian or don't be a Christian butterball. Yes. That's what we'll call it. Anyway, we're talking about spiritual gluttony. Uh, that's what we're, we're trying to get at here. <laughs> Do we have anything we want to promo before we just get into this? Just this episode. Be safe. Eat good food. That's what <laughs> yes. we're going to say. But yeah, let's just get into it. I'm not even going to do the little swoosh sound. There you go. That's how you get. Uh, we're just going to dive right into this. So this is just a random little idea I had, and we're going to keep this episode pretty brief to honor everyone's time and honor our own time because we're busy as I'll get out right now. But I wanted to kind of talk about what it meant to be a spiritual or I guess a Christian glutton. And the reason this comes to mind is we have had and we've had this conversation a little bit just about all the ego and everything around election. We actually had this conversation hiking the other day. Mm-hmm. We were talking about yeah. how like. Uh, there's so many egos and everything involved with elections and politics. There's so many different like egos involved with things from mask wearing to social distancing to who you're voting for and all these things. And like, I'm, I'm not trying to get into politics. I know there's a lot of personal feeling in that. So that's not the avenue we're going with this. But I definitely do want to talk about 
what it means to be a spiritual glutton. So gluttony often is, well, for one, it's one of the seven deadly sins. So that's kind of fun, right? Seven deadly sins. That's a fun thing to talk about. I don't have any idea what the history on the seven deadly sins are. I don't know, but are. have you seen that movie? I, I think it's seven deadly sins. I, I don't remember what it's called. Seven. No, I think it's just seven. It has Morgan Freeman in it. And it's like- Does um, he play God? No, he does not. Dang. <laughs> no, he does not play God. But it's like an old 90s film. And this guy, I remember the whole story. All, just, all I remember is that it's called Seven. Morgan Freeman is in it. And they explore the seven deadly sins. And I remember the gluttony part of the film. Like this person's like eating all this food. That's all I remember about the film. Well, okay. And, and similar, uh, a couple other like pop culture references to gluttony. Uh, have you ever seen the whole thing talking about... Uh, Gilligan's Island and how each character represents one of the seven yeah. deadly sins and Gilligan is gluttony I, th- I believe As no, I've never seen the show not Gilligan Gilligan wasn't was he I think he was gluttony I think Gilligan was gluttony because he was always like on the hunt and he was selfish and he was like taking his own like always wanted to kind of get for his own uh like his own well-being or whatever and ended up like always ended up sabotaging everyone else's stuff I'm gonna look this up real quick okay so maybe I was wrong I've read it before where Gilligan was gluttony. Also, they say the skipper represents two of the sins, which that doesn't work for me. I'm sorry, but like the thing I just looked up said that. They also said Gilligan represents Satan because he always wore red and always prevented them from leaving. So (laughs) that's a whole other story. Also not what we're talking about for this episode. But uh, the other thing is if you've ever seen Spirited Away by Studio Ghibli, Miyazaki film. We just watched that film. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, No Face, one of the, I guess, the main antagonist. If you will, uh, I guess you could also say the protagonist is the antagonist in that too. But the the main antagonist of the, or I guess the second main, because also the anyway, no face, giant black creature wears the mask on the shelf above us right now. We have a little figure of him. Loves tea and knitting. Well, <laughs> once he quits eating everything, and like literally, he feeds off of like he is a glutton and greed, and those are the two things because kind of gluttony and greed go together. And so, uh, just tying this into Christianity. A lot of people feed their egos. A lot of people try to rake in all of this uh, information. Some people are information gluttons. Gluttony isn't just food, right? I guess that's kind of the thing I'm trying to get at. Like there is a spiritual gluttony. And I think that can look like a few different things. First, we can talk about that looking like uh, information. This is one I have to be careful of myself because we can become gluttons of information, it's it's great to want to know, and this is something we kind of touched on a little bit on the hike too. It's great to want to know, but you don't have to know. And if knowing is costing you uh, loving, if knowing is keeping you from loving, if having to be right is keeping you uh, is like the, is keeping you from loving someone else, if having to prove your point is keeping you from loving someone else, then maybe just maybe you are falling victim to a form of spiritual. Gluttony. So I feel like any of the Enneagram ones, fives, or eights shouldn't listen Thanks. to this. <laughs> Thanks for calling us out. No. Uh, yeah, but I mean, there is this thing of like, I have to be right. I have to get my point across. Uh, I want to consume more. And then you get on these rabbit trails where you're doing confirmation bias. All that kind of stuff falls into that. And there is this this greed or this gluttony about that of I... Right. Right. And it really, it can even come down to a a gluttony of power. That's another one that we, you know, a lot of us face in Christianity is a gluttony of power where we want to feel like we hold the cards. That's a human thing in general. I'm not even going to say it's a Christian thing. Like we just want to hold the cards in our control. And so we become spiritual 
guidance in that sense. Well, and what happens when you're not in control? Fear. Sure. Fear creeps up. That's why a lot of people want to be in control. It's not necessarily because they like want to have all the right answers, but because they're afraid of what happens when they're not in control. They mm-hmm. they feel like they are surrendering to an unknown, and that's yep. scary. And then another form of gluttony is you start getting into the idea that like people are uh, consuming what? How do I say this? Wrong, I guess, doctrine or they're they're feeding on junk food, right? Like a glutton for spiritual junk food. And so we get away from, I feel like that's like some teenage Bible camp is teaching that somewhere in some weird way. But. I think we had an episode like called Junk Food Thoughts or oh, something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When we so first started podcasting even. Maybe we were the, the youth camp teaching yes. the weird, <laughs> whatever. I knew that. There's okay. validity to it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there is this idea that like you can take a small aspect, like let's name some things in Christianity that we've done that with. Baptism. We have taken the idea of like baptism and become gluttons on that of certain sects of Christianity have turned that into salvation itself, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, prayer. Prayer, like how one prays. Worship. That's a huge area that we can become spiritual gluttons on. I can speak personally to this. That was my occupation for seven and a half years. Like we can take this worship music and we become so like engulfed in the idea and the presence of it. And like churches become gluttons whenever it comes to like having the perfect worship sets and the perfect Especially worship Especially during atmosphere. like altar calls and stuff. Yes. You have to have everything right in the altar call. Like how dare a note ring out wrong. And like we can become so obsessed with aesthetic. We can be aesthetic. I have a hard time. Aesthetics. Aesthetics. Like I, my Daffy lisp duck. starts pulling out really bad trying to say that. Aesthetics, um, like aesthetic Which Christianity. Which we've also we talked become, about before yep. um, whenever, like, I think it was the first year of this podcast we had talked about how, like, a lot of churches, like, chase after, like, stage lights and, mm-hmm. and all of that and, like, glamorizing the church building more than focusing on the gospel. Yeah. When you're, like, almost three years into podcasting, it's hard to find a topic you haven't covered at some True. point. I'm just going to go ahead True. and drop that in there. Like, you're going to circle back to things when you're 150 But that's okay, though. Episodes. Because then every time you circle back, you have more information. Sure. Sure. Uh, so, you know, like, I, I it, it's, it's, it's a process to have to come up with something new. Uh, but that being said, like, there's... Gluttony is, is is a very big blanket term. We kind of pigeonhole it down to food. And let's be honest, there's a lot of gluttony with food that goes on in the church, too. Especially like, on Thanksgiving. Well, I don't know about Thanksgiving. I'm just thinking about Wednesday nights at the Assembly of God Church. Because <laughs> I think the only reason people showed up to them things is because we had food. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's gluttony for all kind of things. You can be a gluttony as a church for more volunteers. You can, anything you do, and it comes down to this, what is gluttony? It is the desire for more, and it is re- it's a lack of contentment, right? Yeah. Which, which is a lot of things. It's a lack of contentment. It is a sin because it is a lack of contentment. It is it's a joy robbing aspect where if you have to have more information, if you have to be uh, prove your point, you're a glutton for power. You have to prove your point or lord over someone else. Anything that robs you of love, anything that robs you of loving someone else. Uh, in place of or at the expense of if you're taking from one to gain more for yourself, if you are hoarding, you know, it kind of goes the, the I guess like the Bible versus like hoard not treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and thieves break in and steal. But, you know, store up treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and thieves do not break in and steal for where your treasure is there, your heart will be also. 
And like that, that really is the thing is like, where is your heart? Where is your love? Where is your center? Where is your God? Is it in having more? Do you want more or do you want to share and disperse? Right. Mm -hmm. Are you hoarding it? Yeah. Right. And so, like, it's the whole idea of the storehouse, like, you bring in to send out all say, these different church kind of analogies. It reminds me of uh, the VeggieTales episode of Madame Blueberry, where she stored up all those things from the store in her treehouse, and then her treehouse fell. That's wow. one of my favorite episodes of VeggieTales. <laughs> I don't but, think I've seen that one. Don't knock your microphone away. Bring it back. No, I just remember, like, she wanted all of these things. She's like, more, 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 basically, and, like... More. They they went basically what it looked like was an IKEA for Veggie Tales, and they were buying all this furniture and they were trying to store it up in her treehouse. And eventually, like she had so much stuff that her treehouse like tumbled off the tree and like she lost everything. That's that's a good point. Go Veggie Tales. No, but seriously, like <laughs> whenever you try to like hoard and store up things and like you want it all mine, 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 one day it'll burst and you may lose your house. <laughs> Don't mean to burst your blueberries. <laughs> yes. Let's just turn this podcast into a Veggie Tales, uh, like an episodic Veggie Tales critique, where we try sure. to. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. No. Anyway. <laughs> yes, spiritual gluttony. It's a real thing, and I guess more than anything, it's a wordplay. Like I get it. Like yeah, I'm not necessarily talking about like don't eat Thanksgiving turkey or anything like that. That's not what we're not even talking about that kind of gluttony. But it is something we need to be careful for. And I, I've seen it a lot. I've had to be careful of it a lot too, because whenever you look at someone else and it's like, Oh, I see this going on. Okay. Well that even becomes like a type of gluttony and like in and of itself, it's like you're hoarding excess. Ooh, I just had another one come to my mind that I want to share real quick. Cause I knew this was going to be a short episode, but I want to share something else. We can become a glutton for harboring offense, especially right now. Okay. So let's just talk about this. Hmm. How many times do I have to go to Donald Trump's Twitter to find something new to be pissed off about right now? How many times do I need to hear something else negative that someone said out in my distant family that just pisses me off? And why do I kind of want to hear it and pretend like I don't? Talking to myself, talking to all of us, like, you know what I mean? Like, why do we need to find the next thing that Joe Biden said that's just going to prove how terrible the next four years are going to be or Find the next thing that just proves how evil Trump, like, you know what I mean? Like, political bias aside, like, I'm trying to play play the middle here. Like, why do we need that information? It's just, it's junk food. It's the same thing of, like, do I really need to eat another three Musketeer bar? Probably not. I've already had three and a bowl of ice cream. Like, I'm well overfed. Well, and I feel like crap. It ends up not being like there's no more substance to it. Right. It's 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 detrimental to our bodies. This information is detrimental to our spirits. It keeps us from loving. Let's think about that. If you're trying to find offenses, because let's be honest, with some people it's easier than others. There's some people you just don't agree with. You don't see eye to eye on. But if you cannot still sit down with those people and love them and see beyond your disagreements, then we've lost God in the mix. We've become spiritual gluttons. And we've lost the ability to see God in other people. Exactly. And when you do that, that in essence is, uh, that is sin. That is a yeah. sinful mindset. And so we are all human. None of us are the enemy. That's another thing we commonly talk about, as we have commonly said lately. But uh, like that is another thing is like whenever you get into the place where you can no longer see God in others, you are robbing God. Uh, you're robbing God from experiencing us. In essence, you're robbing, you're robbing your yourself. experience, yep. yep, yourself, the experience of Christ. But there is no need for us to try to find offense. It's easy enough to do that. And you know what? 
you can harbor all these different things to learn all the different arguments to try to get your point across more, and it's not going to help. All you're doing is getting mad, and you are severing connection that you had to someone. You are basically building up a neurological wall uh, to separate yourself from them so that they no longer – you can have 50 things in common and three things that aren't, and those three things could overpower the 50 because – uh, either a, and I'm not trying to say like people get on high horses, people say things, people get in moods. Like I get on rants, everyone gets on rants, everyone gets on tangents. Things they're passionate about. Well, nobody's perfect, but it's recognizing that. Right, and if someone is just making you that upset by what they're saying, a if they're not respecting you in person, like I'm not saying to sit there and take that. You don't have to like put up with that. But if it's just they're, you know, you're going and following their business page and you hate what they do in their business, you know, like. Oh, they're selling, uh, you know, or they're doing essential oil massages and you think essential oils are a hoax. This is a stupid analogy. This is a stupid analogy, but you're following with me. And it's like every time you see them post something else, you're like, this is counteractive to science. You know, it's just like you're finding all this reason to like despise what they're trying to get. But it's like, okay, well, where's their heart coming from? Their heart center is like they want to help people. Well, so do you because you're a medical professional. Silly analogies. I'm not. This isn't a real life example. This is just I'm saying we do this. We find something that makes us mad, and then maybe after one or two times of seeing this thing that angers us, we become gluttons because it's kind of like gossip. We actually kind of start enjoying hearing these little tidbits because it makes things interesting, right? And we start getting dependent on it. It's like when you eat a bunch of junk food or drink a bunch of caffeine, guilty as charged, then you start becoming dependent on it. And if you don't have it, you get a massive migraine and it feels like you're walking in a fog because you've become dependent on this crap to get you through your day. Well, the same thing happens with this anger, this frustration. Oh, well, if I don't know the latest reason to get my emotions all stirred up, then I lose that little bit of adrenaline high that I had and we start feeling like our life is boring or mundane. But the truth is, if we can get off of that and start finding reasons to love people, that fills the void in a nutritious way, like trading junk food or caffeine for, uh, I don't know, like a good solid breakfast and uh, like a herbal tea. I don't know, whatever. When it's like you whenever you are eating a bunch of junk food or you're eating a bunch of sugar and then you go on a detox and then get rid of all that out of your system and you go about a month or so and then come back, you're like, wow, this is really sweet or oh, this actually tastes terrible. Like, I hate this soda. Why did I ever drink that? Well, yeah, you realize how terrible and yeah. toxic it was to your body. Yeah. How detrimental that even is to you. So it's a good analogy. I, I, that's kind of the, I think, the ultimate way that this episode was intended to go. I like that last little bit. I feel like there's not a whole lot more I could add without just rambling for sake of adding minutes to the clock over there. So, I mean, I feel like that's enough. Everyone enjoy Thanksgiving. Be safe, but have fun. You know, live, laugh, love. I had to say it just because how much you hate that. I'm sorry. Don't punch your foot. Punch me. It's okay. <laughs> we love you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. And as always, be brave. Be bold. And be reckless. We'll, we'll talk, talk soon. Kramer and Turkey. Just, just remember that. Look up the GIF. It's worth it. Look it up.